Kevin's Hot Topics. Hot Topics. Man, oh man. Man, oh man. This Twix bar is changing the way I approach my day. Really? Oh my gosh. Are you oh thinking about gosh. starting every day with a Twix bar? This That'd is, be kind of cool. This if is you, way better than some of it. I mean, sorry, this is way better than Lover Lover. It's true. This is way better than Lover Lover. Although, let's face it, if we were to play Lover Lover, you'd be like, this is great. And that's a Kit Kat. How old is Lover Lover? Is it a throwback? 2010, I believe. 2009? I want to hear that song. I want to hear that song. just a guess off the top of my head, but yeah, that's old enough to be a throwback. Yeah, absolutely. We've got to do that. You know what? Actually, though, I want to do the one, what is the newest song to be a throwback? Throwbacks on this show have to be at least 10 years old, so I yes. think the, the song we'll play coming up would be the the newest addition to the throwback Check catalog. Check the charts that. 10 years ago today. Check the charts. Okay. Kevin James, it is Hot Topics time. Do you know who James Holzhauer is? Do I ever? He's the guy who tore up Jeopardy for about, I don't remember how many days he won, but he won like two point some $2.4 million, something yeah. ridiculous like that. One of the all-timers. One of the all-timers. Yeah. Well, he finally chimed in on the Mike Richards situation, where Mike Richards was labeled as, or he was hired as the host to replace Alex Trebek, and then moments later... He was fired from that position, and the search is back on. And then still had his job as the executive producer of Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune, and then has been let go from those jobs. Man. it's They said they were hoping that everything would die down, and it hasn't, and so they just said, that's it. By, by Mike Richards, no more Jeopardy and no more Wheel of Fortune for him as executive producer. So let's see what James Holzhauer had to say about it, because this is a guy who is, I mean, he's one of the all-time legends for yeah. Jeopardy. He said, do I think Mike Richards, and this is from a tweet from James Holzhauer Twitter account, do I think Mike Richards' podcast comments were appropriate for his polite society? No. But did he deserve the benefit of the doubt for the job he did running Jeopardy? Also no. Doubled down on it oh, in like the best way, wow. like in the most sneaky James Holzhauer way ever. Now, yeah, I did not see that coming, and that is very typical James Holzhauer. Oh, he went on to have his next tweet. Some judged Mike Richards solely on his podcast comments and formed a negative opinion, but I judged him by the way he treated people backstage at Jeopardy and formed a much stronger negative opinion. Oh wow, Kev James Holzhauer went. Straight poker player like he is. Yeah, he all did. All the chips on the all table. In. He went all in on Mike Richards yesterday. And, and here's the deal. I love James Holzhauer on that show. I do too. I feel like he's a likable guy. We don't know much about Mike Richards, but here's the deal. James Holzhauer was on that show a lot. Well, and one thing I'll say about James Holzhauer, he's not soft. No, you're right about he's that. He's not a sensitive nope. person. He's not snowflake, if you will, whatever he's you, wanna, no, whatever you want to say. I think he's got fairly thick skin and... Wouldn't say something like this unless he really thought Mike Richards was just kind of a jerk. Thick wool like a sheep. Yes. For James Holzhauer. He does. So he he wouldn't. I, I agree, Kev. But here's the deal. This guy dealt with Mike Richards a ton because he was for on that show a, a bunch. So he got to see how this guy was around other people. Now, of course, James Holzhauer got to see him in multiple areas. He would get to see him when it was like the battle of ultimate champions, when it was James Holzhauer, Ken Jennings, and the right. other guy. Brad Rutter, he got to see him through that. But then he also got to see how he would be 
with contestants who were going against James Holzhauer while he had his run. Right. And I think that's where he probably formulated a pretty big opinion on... That's interesting. How do you treat people that I'm about to smoke in Jeopardy? Now, I don't have any trouble believing that Mike Richards was maybe not the nicest person backstage as a producer of Jeopardy. But I find it hard to believe that anybody is mean on the set of Wheel of Fortune. Kev... I'm with you on you that. You were the executive producer of Wheel of Fortune, yeah. and maybe that's where he was just super nice to everybody. Could be. And then he just would take out all of it, and he's like, I can't, I can't be nice to anybody. I got to rip on these Jeopardy people. It's a different, that's a different vibe. And again, all the way. that's one person's opinion, James Holzhauer. Yeah. Who knows? He could be the problem as well. But either way, <laughs> yeah, we Michael, Mike Richards is no longer on Jeopardy, no longer on Wheel of Fortune. So I'm excited. I'm still excited to see who gets that job. That Jeopardy yeah, job. it's That's a, a weird one. It's just job. forever. It's just one of those things that's ongoing. You know who we do not give enough love and shout out to? Who's that? Drew, I almost said Drew Barrymore. Drew Carrymore. Drew Carey. Drew Carey he, took over one of the hardest jobs to take over ever, replacing Bob Barker. Absolute legend. Oh, I, I mean, Bob Barker and, 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 what's his, and Alex Trebek. They're on the same exact level. 100%. They are the same. And Drew Carey came in and took a backlash like none other because what he are you sure supposed did. to do? He did. Kev, he's so good at that now. And there was nothing, nobody could be Bob Barker. And no. Drew Carey kind of said that from the beginning. I can't be Bob Barker. I can just be Drew Carey and do my best to host this show the way I want to host it. Yeah. And now, how many years later, he's great. People yeah. have, um, yeah, I think, enjoyed Drew Carey. What do you think? Enough that he's been there for. Yeah, what's his first year? What do you think? What do you wow. think? Drew Carey's first year. I'm going to guess year. same as Lover Lover. So 2009. Okay, let me. Well, I thought I had it, and now I didn't. 2007. July oh, wow. 2007. He's been doing that for so 14, 14 years. 14 years. Obviously, he's liked enough to be on there for 14 years. So I, That's he, impressive. He did an amazing job. Any chance whoever takes over Jeopardy will make it 14 years. Kev, whoever takes over Jeopardy has to be the long run, right? They have to be the next Trebek. I mean, they I hope so, be. but I feel like it's hard to find, especially with all the controversy that's gone on now. That's the other thing. The person who's going to get this job is apparently going to have never spoken a bad word ever because they're going to have the biggest hot topics. investigation into everything you've ever said. It's very That's the truth. That's like Ken Jennings. One of the reasons Ken Jennings didn't get it. He was tied into Bean Dad, wasn't he? The guy who made all the inappropriate comments. He did a podcast with Maybe him. Maybe so. It, there was just something where James Holzhauer made... I'm James Holzhauer, my bad. Ken Jennings. Ken Jennings made a joke on Twitter once about like a pretty girl in a wheelchair or something. And Man. it's just he made that, that joke on Twitter and they're like, nope. So whoever gets the job is going to be the squeakiest clean person ever. Yeah. They might need to just give it to a baby. Daniel Tiger. That Jeopardy. caught me off guard. You got me there. You caught me <laughs> off guard there. That was very funny, Kev. Okay, I wanted to give you this news. Uh, shout out to our buddy Reggie. Shout out to our buddy Adam Morrison. I know they were both very excited about this yesterday. Okay. So Friends gets taken off of Netflix and moves to HBO Max. And it was a oh, big I did deal. Not, I mean, I knew that it was happening, but I didn't realize that has happened. That was, I think, last year. And then Office this year gets taken off and goes to Peacock. So Netflix starts to lose some of their big shows. So what are okay. they going to fight back with? Well, they announced it yesterday. 
one month from yesterday, so October 1st, Seinfeld. The entire series of Seinfeld is going to be available on Netflix. That's kind of their next one. Again, Friends right. left, The Office left. Kev, I don't, I don't know much Seinfeld. I, it was, it was on a lot when I did not live in the United States. So, what would your excitement level be when I tell you, oh, Seinfeld is the next show, the whole series available on Netflix? For some reason, when it was on originally, I didn't watch it. I think I blame it more on the period of my life, like the time of my life. Like what, what years was it on? Nineties, like mid nineties. Yeah, it says nineties sitcom. I'll, let me look up the exact. So numbers I feel for like you. it was like in the early to mid nineties, like right when I was having kids, had very young kids, and it probably should have been a show I watched because I will say this: when I see old reruns of it now, I always laugh at it. I find it to be enjoyable. I, I agree with you, Kev. But I never got into it. July 5th, 1989 was episode one. Wow. And it ran through May 14th, 1998. So it really is a 90s TV show. And I'm with you, Kev. I did I did, did not watch it, but when I see an episode, it's I would laugh out loud. I absolutely. Yeah. I've, I've never disliked an episode that I've seen. So it is one that I could see myself getting into on Netflix. Yeah. I, I might really want to sit down and go through it. It's you know it's kind of fun. You get the Netflix vibe to it, so you can watch it whenever you want. Work your way through it. I have a weird confession about television right now. Oh boy! If you don't mind. Um. Okay. You confess. Here's the deal. This next hot topic: two television situations. Jay and Kevin's hot topics. Hot topics. By the way, friend of the program Jesse says it was a dumb show when I was younger. But now I find it hilarious. I think I might be in that exact same way. Very, very possible. I'm an elementary junior high kid in the 90s. Yes. Doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, because there's a lot more thinking involved in that show. Yeah. Okay, Kev, hit me with your TV confession. Okay. So I watched the final episode of Shark the other night. Shark Tank. Shark. I was I mean, like, I just, Shark? I just call it Shark. What? We're on a first. FNL. Yeah. Shark. Uh, okay. I watched the first no, the final episode of season 12 of Shark Tank. It was on Hulu. Watched it. And then Hulu does this thing where once a show is done, it'll pull up another show on that network. Yes. So it went to Celebrity Family Feud. Oh, Kevin, Eugene, James. Great. Love Celebrity Family Feud. So fell asleep watching Celebrity Family Feud. Wake up the next morning, and I'm like, what is all this beeping that I hear? Like, what is going on? And then I realize it is a show called The Goldbergs. Okay. A show I believe our buddy Max from the Friday show really enjoys. Another ABC show. Yep. And it is on like season one or season two of The Goldbergs. And I wake up and I'm like, why is there so much beeping? And I'm like, oh, because they're bleeping out stuff that they say on the show all the time. What in the world? Which I didn't realize they did on any you know, ABC shows, but that's what they do on this show. And then I started watching part of the episode and I was like, this is funny. And I just left it run. I went to work, came home later in the day. Now it's at like season three. Okay. And I start watching a little bit of it and I'm like, this show is really funny. This show is really interesting. I leave, go do stuff for the day. I just leave it running. I come back. It's on like season five. Okay. <laughs> it might be the next day. 
Yeah. And I just watch a little bit. Because I'm like, I'm just going to keep giving this show a chance to see if it's always funny. Slim. The Goldbergs is really funny. It is really, really funny to the point where it will be the next show that I go back to season one and just start from the beginning and watch it from season one. I think there's nine seasons. Kevin, it started in the year 2013, did the TV show The Goldbergs, the ABC TV show The Goldbergs. And I got to tell you, I didn't ever watch any of it, but was always intrigued by the commercials because, and I had to look up his name, Jeff Garland. He plays Murray Goldberg. Yeah. I find him to be very funny. He is. I find him to be very, very funny. Very funny. The the whole cast is great, and it, it is weird. Well, I had never. Is it on TV still? Is uh, it Kevin James? It looks like it is still going. That the season premiere for epi, or for season nine, the season premiere will be Wednesday, September twenty second, same night as Survivor. Okay, That's this is great. So it. I am going That's to get into it. it. We don't watch it because it's on at the same time as Survivor. That's why. Oh well, that's why you've lost for all these years. Yeah. I apologize. But now you can watch it. But I'm going to go back it. to season one. I'm going to get in on the Goldbergs because what I've seen of it is it's hilarious. It's a funny, funny show. I was very surprised how much I liked it. Okay, the Goldbergs, and then I, on my TV confession, and I know you probably agree with me. Man, I watched last night. Tonight's going to be a big night. I think our boy Kyland on Big Brother <laughs> might have played a little too hard and fast. Oh, is might, that right? Is Kyland in you, trouble? Well, I mean, you know. I do. I mean, you're big. I know you're a big, you big go, brother fan. Listen, I watched the first two seasons of Big Brother. Loved okay. it. And now you're, of course, always keeping up to date. With and it. so all I know is you just mm-hmm. take a name. Whatever happened in the first two seasons is no different than what's happening now. <laughs> right? It's always kind of the same. Yeah. 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 So you just go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He went too fast, huh? Yeah, he played a little too hard and fast, I it's, think, all it's of a sudden. very, you got to be careful with that. I think, he la- I think he played his cards a couple weeks too early. He's out of there. Yeah, I think he might be going. So I, might be, I don't know if he's going to be going tonight, but I think, his, I think the days are numbered for my guy that it I've happens. been cheering for. Too much of a threat. <laughs> so many great reality words. All right, the Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Try it again. Start it from the top. You had it. It was perfect. Kevin James. The Jay and Kevin Show. Make fun. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. All right, well, I think we get back into some of these because I have a few left for Jay you, Jay and Kevin. Kevin's Hot Topics. Hot Topics. Hot Topics round two. I wanted to ask you your thoughts on this TV character as an all-timer because he's coming back this year. Jaleel White, you know who he played on television in the 90s? Urkel. He was Steve Urkel, which is which is one of the weirdest sitcom stories. Because Steve Urkel doesn't really make an appearance in Family Matters, I believe, until episode four. Oh, is that true? I think he was supposed to be just the side character. Almost oh, really? Like, what was... What was uh, Theo's friend in the Cosby show. Cockroach? Cockroach. Remember how Cockroach was only in... He wasn't in every episode. Yeah. He'd be in every three like episodes. Rudy's little friend, Kenny. Absolutely. I think that was what they were planning on doing with Steve Urkel. And then he was so popular, they just made the show like he was part of it all the time? He was. I mean, it, it turned... He the became end, the show. When you say Family Matters, uh, it's the first thing everybody thinks of. Uh, your power rankings for that show have to be Steve Urkel, one. Probably Carl Winslow, second. Yeah. 
And then maybe Laura Winslow third. I don't even know anybody else. Steve. Yeah, I don't know anybody other than those two. And then Stefan, Steve Urkel's alter ego, is is higher rated than the other people as well. That's very fair. So Steve Urkel is going to be back as? this this holiday special animated holiday musical event. Did I do that to the holidays? A Steve Urkel story on Cartoon Network. No. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's a stretch at best. I just wonder how that's <laughs> going to be received because it's been 20 years, 20 plus years yeah. since Steve Urkel was on TV. And I'm a sucker for these reboots. You know that. Oh, totally. Cobra Kai. I mean, I'm oh so in love with that stupid thing. Yesterday, the talk about uh, Fresh, Prince. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air But it's not, you know, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air It's just called Bel-Air And it's more of a drama But I'm still a sucker for it uh, We didn't mention that enough yesterday I'm all in on that Yeah I'm all in on that Even though it's a drama? Yeah Okay, and it goes from the half hour comedy To more of an hour long form of drama I, I like that they've changed it up so much Me too I don't need them to repeat Fresh Prince Fresh right. Prince is Fresh Prince It's just like Cobra Kai Why Cobra Kai is so great Yeah is because it's a reboot, but it's like, let's just pick up where Johnny and Danny are now in their lives. And although, it's great. Although are you, I'll say I'm impressed with the one show that did it and I didn't think it would work. Fuller House was good. Slim. Fuller House was really good and they just I took want, it right off what Full House was. Watch so much Fuller House. Yeah. And I was surprised. It, it is as cheesy as, well, it's. Okay, Kevin, it's not, it's not good for a 40-year-old adult. It's not good for two married Watch adults. Yourself. It's good. Watch but, yourself. you know, for the for the target audience, yeah. if you were a target audience in the 90s of Which, Full House, that same target audience in 2021, it's still real good. I love it. I mean, Here's the thing. We'll watch it at Judy's house quite a bit. Like when it first came out, we watched tons of it over and over and over and over. It, I've always enjoyed it. And by the way, did anybody guess that DJ was going to end up being the prettiest one. No, not at all, because it was the power rankings. I'm, I'm going to hear his deal. We're going to channel a 13, 12-year-old Sean Widmer, right. who is the same age as Stephanie Tanner at the time. And you would see Stephanie Tanner, and it was like, Stephanie Tanner is the biggest babe yeah. on TV who's not Total Kelly Kapowski. Crush, right? One of your... Yeah. It was like, Kelly, Kelly Kapowski. Kapowski, 1A, do not even... There's right. not even a thing. All you Topanga fans, get out of here. You're crazy. <laughs> if you are a Topanga fan yeah, over Kelly Kapowski... You needed to you needed to clean off your Steve Urkel glasses. Agreed. But then it was it was all Stephanie Tanner, then yes. Rebecca, Aunt Becky, then then you like were like, oh man, I bet you the twins are going to grow up to be super cute, right? And then DJ Tanner and was right around with Uncle Joey. You didn't you didn't even think about DJ, and now oh my gosh, on Fuller House, oh my gosh, DJ is just a beautiful woman. She's so beautiful, and Becky's still. Stunning. Yeah, I mean, it's probably still, Absolutely probably actually stunning. still number one. John yeah. Stamos, number two. John, John Stamos I, is number one. Yeah, I actually Then did Aunt that. Becky, yeah. then DJ, then... John John Stamos, I would like to know <laughs> behind the scenes how much, how much Reba is in John Stamos. How much work has been done? Yeah. It's because a lot, John I Stamos think. hasn't changed one bit, and there's... And you know what's funny? That's not real. Now, the other, the flip side of that, Aunt Becky... Yep. Prisoner. Yep, felon. She is. Inmate. Inmate. She is. She did her time, and she's living a good life in yeah. Idaho now. Hopefully. Uh, you Side know, hopefully. note, did you know that? She's that in Aunt, Idaho. Did you know that Aunt Becky has a house in Idaho? 
Really? Yeah. It's where you get away. It's where you run away. I know. It's hiding it's, in the woods. I maybe maybe we shouldn't announce that because she's can't probably find trying you. to hide. Yeah, cops can't find you if you're hidden and in I the woods, know, man. But why wouldn't you? I mean, it's a great place to be. To be. Yeah. People leave you alone in Idaho. They do. Uh, but yeah, she apparently just looks like she's aged great. Okay, I've got a yeah, I've got to argue with something here. Fuller House. Someone said DJ isn't even the hottest on Fuller House. Stephanie is. That's not true. That's not true. I'm sorry. I mean, that's not. That's true. your opinion, and that's fine if you have that opinion. Not really. But DJ is, to me, heads and shoulders above anybody else. Now, the greatest in all time transformation, and I, I will tell you this via my sister, who I okay. grew up in the same house with, and she had the Jonathan Taylor Thomas pictures on her wall and all that, and was the classic in love with all the boys on the TV shows. Right. When Steve Urkel went from Steve Urkel to Stefan. And he took off right. the nerdy clothes and was just Stefan. I remember that episode and my sister and her friend being like, and you're like, whoa. They were like, who's that? And I'm he's like, he's actually cool. Steve Urkel. They were like, he's so awesome. Huh. I remember watching them going, what is Who? happening right now? What? Just teenage girls just all of a sudden falling in love with the nerdiest guy on TV. Yes. It, was, it was the greatest. That was such a great one. Jaleel Who White. was your sister's like Aunt Becky? Like for us, Aunt Becky was... Uncle Joey. I mean, Uncle Jesse. Uncle Jesse okay. was the king. So Uncle what? That makes sense. Because I was just like, you know, they're a little older. And he sang. Like, yeah. He's cool. He's kind of a bad go, boy. Man, that guy's cool. Had a motorcycle. He was really cool. Like in my era, I guess, if you were to look, not really my era, because I still feel like I'm in the full house, Saved by the Bell era, but I'm a little older than that. Uh, but I do remember watching Happy Days <laughs> and thinking... When I would watch Happy Days, I remember way past, Happy okay, Days. but way past, because here's the deal. Harrington makes everything different. I always have said this. Okay. Because we were like a good five to 10 years behind. <laughs> so I didn't get to watch Happy Days when it was on originally, I don't think. I think I watched Happy Days in reruns. Okay. That's Is that fair? fair? Like, yeah. I, I got to believe like in the late 70s, early 80s, that was reruns of Happy Days. I don't even know when the show ran. But I remember being in love with Joni. Like, oh, Joni and Chachi. Like, they seem so stinking cool, right? Tell you right now, I've, I've never seen Happy Days, so I'm going to Google search Joni for the very first time right now. Yeah, and I just remember thinking, oh, she was so cute or whatever. And I remember girls thinking Chachi was so cool. Scott Bayo. Oh, super cute. They all, but then I got to imagine. Scott Bayo was awesome. Yeah, then I got to imagine every single girl, though, was like, yeah, but Fonzie. Yeah, he was older. Like it's like the bad Uncle boy. Joey thing. Like bad the boy. Uh, older, really cool guy. Gotta love a bad boy. I'm bummed because we've covered so much of the decades there, and we really need Jay here because he's the only one of us who's watched Outer Banks, the new one. I mean, <laughs> Jay and Kevin's exactly. I'm done. That was not the button I meant. This is the button I meant. We're missing our current element today. Yeah, we need. But I'm Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. It's right. tricky to cut bread. Yeah. Cutting bread is a, is a very intricate science. Cutting cheese, easy. Cutting bread, hard. That's a great point. Kevin James. Well, that's the greatest thing since sliced English muffin bread. The Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. Final Thoughts. It is Final Thoughts time. Kevin James, you you can kick it off today. Well, keeping it in our wheelhouse this last hour, 
talking, you know, 90s TV shows, old TV shows, our crushes back then. We talked to Aunt Becky, Lori Laughlin, her daughter, Olivia Jade. Okay. One of them involved, you know, in the college scandal. Ooh, scandalous. It is now rumored that Olivia Jade will be on season 30 of Judge Judy. Dancing with the Stars. Really? Yep. 21-year-old daughter of Lori Laughlin and Massimo Ginali. I don't know how you say his last name. Okay. Was, uh, you know, spotted by cameras being escorted into the Dancing with the Stars studios. No official announcement from Dancing with the Stars, but that's the rumors that uh, she will be one of the people on Dancing with the Stars for season 30. Man, that's interesting because obviously her mom would be awesome on Dancing with the Stars because she's the recognizable one. It's just really hard because Olivia Jade is known not for full house and acting prowess, but for being an illegal student at USC. She was known, here's what's weird, she was known in like the YouTube world. Okay, for all okay. of her makeup stuff, like oh, she was, cool. she did all that, and had her own following. That's okay, what's always so that. weird about this that. whole deal. I like I, I never so, will. So they will have things to promote about her besides, oh, you're Lori Laughlin's daughter. They will have a way to promote her differently than what everyone's going to be thinking when they well, see that she's. Yeah, it was just so weird because her daughter was really successful. Okay, at the YouTube thing with endorsements and the whole deal. Why the college thing happened, I don't really understand it. Yeah, I very don't strange. understand. Well, very strange. Thoughts. Okay, we need your help. The text line, this is important. This is important. The text line is 4348623. If you spell it on your phone, it's Gegtoad. G E G T O A D. Gegtoad 4348623. We need to do something today as a Coyote Country family. I think it would be really cool. Coming in today at 2 o'clock, TC does the big drive with TC. Two o'clock to like midnight or something like that tonight on Coyote Country. Does it every weekday. He does a great job. It is his birthday today. And there's nothing I would like more than to have him walk in to just a bunch of happy birthdays on the text line. Hundreds of them. Because they all show up and I would love it. You know, earlier we just had you send in your favorite F word. So what I would like is like just happy birthday, TC. And if that's all you want to write, that would be great. We would love to see it on the text line. But I also like to just maybe say what you would have got him if you were to bought him a birthday present. Great idea. But that you didn't get him, but that yep. you would have bought him. So what like, you would have got him if ha- you would have bought him. Yeah, happy birthday. I really wanted to get you a blank. Which is exactly what I may be doing. I stopped at Walmart last night, and I was going to get him a little bottle of tequila. Baby. And then, I don't know, there was nobody there to unlock it, and I got impatient. And then I, I just left and was like, well... I'll just have to tell him I thought about it. Okay. Or maybe go to the liquor store today. I don't know. We'll see. So so we would love it. A happy birthday to TC. 4348623. Load up the text line with him. And if you want to play the game, what you would have got him today on, on his birthday. 